Blog Talk Radio.
啦。
God, this is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'll be your host tonight. Sean Holmberg's out of the studio this evening, but uh, he will be back tomorrow. So uh, that was actually Misty Edwards, Come Lord Jesus, uh, All Who Are Thirsty, kind of a praise medley, you know, that they took a good portion of that song, uh, came out of. The scripture, Isaiah 55. I just want to read it and just allow the Lord to minister to you. Isaiah 55 says this. It says, Ho, everyone who thirsts, everyone who is thirsty, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread? and your wages for that which does not satisfy. Listen carefully to me, says the Lord. Eat what is good, and let your soul delight itself in abundance. Incline your ear to me, and come to me. Hear, and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, the sure mercies of David. Indeed, I have given him as a witness to the people, a leader and commander for the people. Surely you shall call a nation you do not know, and nations who do not know you shall run to you. Because of the Lord your God and the Holy One of Israel, he has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Verse 6. Call upon him. While he is near, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord. Let him return to the Lord. And he will have mercy on him and our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor my ways your ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Verse 10, as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and does not return there but waters the earth and makes it go forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Verse 11, so shall my word, says the Lord, be that goes forth from 
my mouth, it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing which I sent it. For you shall go out with joy and be led out with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you, and the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress tree. Instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree. And it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. So this is an invitation from the Lord for abundant life, for a life, for a water which satisfies the thirst, for a bread, living bread that satisfies a hungry soul. This is an invitation. God says this in verse 1. He says, everyone who thirsts, everyone who's thirsty, come to the waters. Come to the waters. And just like we heard Missy Edwards singing earlier, all who are thirsty, come to the waters and drink. And God is saying, look, if you're thirsty, there's a water that will cause your soul to never thirst again. It's the water of the spirit of life, the water, the living water of the word. It's in Christ that he can quench your thirst. It's in Christ that he can fill the vacuum. Fill the void that's in your soul. He says, you who have no money, come by me. Yes, come by wine and milk. See, there's something about what God gives to us. It's, it's wine and milk. It's something that can intoxicate you and set you carefree and give you peace and, and take your worries away for for the season. He says, he who keeps his mind on me, I will keep him in perfect peace. So whatever season, rough season you're going through, that's got your mind anxious, that's got things that are weighing heavily in your heart or on your mind, as you begin to set your mind on him, he'll keep you in perfect peace. He'll intoxicate you on the wine of his Holy Spirit. But he says he'll also give you milk, and milk nourishes. Milk feeds. And if you're in a place where you need your soul nourished, you need your soul fed, God says, come to the water. And then he asks in verse 2, why do you spend your money for that which is not bread in your wages, for that which does not satisfy. Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. You see, many of us go constantly looking for something to fill the void in our lives, spending our money. There's habits and addictions out there. There's things out there from food to drugs to alcohol to television to Spending, shopping, whatever, working. There's workaholics, shopaholics, alcoholics, people that are in bondage to things. Things have them. They don't have things, but things have them. See, it's when the thing gets your heart. See, God says, why do you spend your money on the things that do not satisfy? Why do you spend your money on the things that are not bread, the things that don't feed you? the things that don't keep you, the things that don't preserve you. Why? Maybe that's a word for somebody. 
Verse 3. Incline your ear and come to me here and your soul shall live. See, God says, you don't live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, Jesus said it. He says, incline your ear to me. Listen carefully. Incline your ear to me. Come to me here and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, the sure mercies of David. See, God says that you come to him. Listen carefully. Incline your ear. Hear him. And see, your soul will live. See, he wants you to prosper in your soul. He wants you to prosper in your mind and your will and your emotions. Why? Because, see, we don't have the mind of Christ until we set our mind on things above and we begin to seat ourselves, position ourselves with Christ in heavenly places. And as we begin to let this mind be in us, as we begin to let this word penetrate our mind and our thoughts and our hearts, see, that's why God says, my ways are not your ways. We'll get to that in a minute. But he says, verse 4 and 5, he says, Indeed, I have given him as a witness to the people, a leader and a commander for the people. Surely you shall call a nation that you do not know, and nations who you do not know shall run to you because of the Lord your God and the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. See, there's going to come a day in your life, a day in your ministry, when you're going to affect nations that you don't even know about. This is a word for somebody. There's going to be nations that are coming to you. There's going to be nations that are calling on you. There's going to be nations that are reaching out for your prayers and your ministry. And we know that that this has happened in our lives just in the last six months. My wife and I and, and Sean and his family, we've seen nations call upon the name of the Lord. We've seen people from other countries we didn't even know about reach out for the gospel. See, that's the word of the Lord being fulfilled. Nations you do not know shall run to you. And if you're listening tonight, that's for your ministry. That's for your radio show. That's for your church. That's for your missionary trip. Whatever you're getting involved in, whatever you're putting your hand to, God will allow it to prosper. And nations you don't know will come to you because of the Lord your God and the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Verse 6, seek the Lord while he may be found and call upon him while he is near. See, there's a season. Ecclesiastes says there's a time and a purpose for everything. So you better seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return to the Lord. And if you're backsliding, if you're running, if you're running and forsaking the Lord, then forsake your way and turn back to God. Forsake your own thoughts and begin to ask God for his. God will have mercy on you. And our God will abundantly pardon, verse 7. And verse 8 says, my thoughts, this is the Lord speaking, my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor my ways are your ways, says the Lord your God. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but waters the earth, and makes it go forth in mud, gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So he begins to explain the cycle of life. Then he says, this is by me, this is of my hand, this is of my spirit. And then he says, this is how my words are. He says, so shall my word. It goes forth out of my mouth. Verse 11. It shall not return to me void. See, whatever God is speaking over your life, it's not going to come back void. 
but it will accomplish whatever God pleases, whatever God speaks, whatever God chooses, whatever the will of God is, it will be accomplished, and it will prosper in the thing for which I sent it, God says. So there are words that God has declared. There are things God has declared over your life, and they will not return void. They will accomplish what God pleases. They will prosper in the thing that they're sent. And see, that's how we need to begin to speak and declare. We need to begin to speak words into things, into situations, into circumstances, into our future that will prosper in the thing which we sent them. They will accomplish what we please, and we need to make sure our ways are pleasing to God. And they won't return void. Seed. Seed for the sower. God even gives seed for the sower and bread to the eater. And he'll give you seed to sow and bread to eat. See, his ways aren't your ways, and his thoughts are not your thoughts. They're higher. Higher. See, he has a great plan for your life. And you may find yourself stuck in the mud of life, but God will pull you out. Bless you. Then get on with learning, doing the good things he has in store for you. See, his ways are higher than your rights. His thoughts are higher. That's why you have to dig into this word and understand his thoughts and his ways. That's why you have a responsibility to get into the word of God and start to begin to understand the mind of the Lord. And this is what's going to happen when God's word begins to prosper in your life. Verse 12, you will go out with joy and be led out with peace in the mountains and the hills. Shall break forth into singing before you and the trees and the fields shall clap their hands. Instead of thorns, cypress trees are going to come up. And instead of briars, myrtle trees are going to come up. And it shall be for the Lord a name. And for an everlasting time, it shall not be cut off. Listen, when when the world is saying everything's going to be dead and barren and desolate, God says now it's going to be rich and prosperous and abundant. You got to come to the water and drink. You got to call upon the Lord while He may be found. And you got to begin to listen carefully to God and incline your ear to His sayings. Hear Him in your social lives. See your your soul and your life is is not by bread alone, but it's every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And if you return to the Lord, he will have mercy on you, just like verse 7 says. Praise God. So this is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. You can call in 619-638-8458 or listen in. We've got the chat room open. You can check us out. We're Prayer International at gmail.com is the email if you want to send in questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, whatever you got. You can also go www.prayerinternational.org. And we are going to have a little praise break.
And then get back into the swing of things here. So praise God. Days will come when you don't have the strength When all you hear is you're not worth anything Wondering if you ever could be loved And if they truly saw your heart they'd see too much You're beautiful
All right, praise God. We're back. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and filling in for Sean Holmberg this first hour. And uh, right now, we actually had some prayer requests come in. I just want to lift up one for Maureen and her husband, John. Uh, Rosemary sent that in. Apparently, John had a heart surgery. The first one was not as successful as they would have liked. He's going to have to go in for more surgeries. Well, let me just say this. God is a healer, and I just want to say one thing for everyone that's listening, just to get your faith in healing mode. You know, we've been praying for a friend of ours named Carolyn, and God is the healer. We don't take any credit for it. But I just want to say that the doctor a few months back diagnosed her with cancer, she was taking some treatments for quite a few months, and the doctor just gave her a new report uh, last Tuesday or Wednesday saying that she was 100% cancer-free. Now, the reason I shared that was to let you know that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and by his stripes we are healed. And see, we need to begin to press in with our faith, begin to pray through our situations until we get the promise. See, a lot of times we stop praying, and we don't ever pray through until we get the answer. We don't ever pray through until we get the blessing. And so let's pray through. You know, you pray until you can't pray anymore. Because, see, God honors a diligence. God honors knock and seek. And keep knocking and seeking until you apprehend the promises of God. So right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up Maureen and John to you. We ask your blessings upon their their marriage and their lives. Father, we thank you that you are a God of purpose. You have purpose for John. You have purpose for Maureen. And, Father God, we come against the assignments of the enemy. We ask, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that you would break every curse, break every power against them. In the name of Jesus, no weapon formed or fashioned will get against them will stand because greater is he, the Holy Spirit of God. He is greater than he that is in the world. The blood of Jesus Christ speaks against this infirmity. And, Father, we say, create in him a new heart. Give him a new heart. Strengthen his heart, Father. Begin to go in, angels of God, and do the surgery on him that even the doctors have no clue. And, Father, in this situation, begin to give them wisdom, begin to give them ability, show them, leave not one thing unturned, so that they can perform with excellence, perform to their greatest ability. Bless John, bless Maureen, give her peace, give her peace in her heart, peace in her mind, take away all the anxiety she has towards John's situation. And just begin to speak to her, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Right now, we just want to pray for those of you that have uh, unsaved loved ones, sick uh, loved ones. We want to stand in the gap. We want to pray. We want you to begin to call out their names, begin to pray for that part of their body. You know, stand in the gap. Just pray over that part of your body and begin to speak by faith healing. So, Father, in the name of Jesus right now, Father, we pray for those 
that do not know you, those that are represented by our listening audience, those that are in the chat room that are listening on Blog Talk Radio or on the website or archive, whatever the case is, Father, we stand in the gap for their families, stand in the gap for their loved ones, friends, coworkers, people in their spheres of influence. Father, we declare salvation, that the whole house shall be saved, the whole workplace shall be saved, the whole neighborhood shall be saved, the whole church, the whole ministry, whatever the situation is, Father, we speak salvation to every man, woman, child, and teenager, Father, that's represented over this broadcast and those listening and praying right now, Father. We pray, Father God, your word says you would send laborers into the harvest, that the harvest is ready, but the laborers are few. So, Father, we pray that you would send forth laborers into the harvest and that you would rip the blinders off of their eyes, rip the scales from their eyes, that they would see truth and behold the King of glory and be changed. We pray Jesus Christ will become Lord and Savior, Messiah, Master of every person. Father, not only in our nation, in the United States of America, not only in the North American continent, Canada, Alaska. Father, but we pray right now, Father, for around the globe, Lord, for Israel, Jerusalem, we pray for peace, protection, for power, and that the person of Jesus Christ would be received and revealed as Messiah, the Lord of Lords over Israel, over Jerusalem. Prosper them. Give them peace. Protect them from their enemies, Father. We bless and pray, Father God, for your glory to cover the Middle East, for you to cover Australia. And those that are listening, Rosemary and them from Australia listening, bless all of those at the Hillsong Church and those that are listening Father here in the United States in Dallas, Texas in Rockwall, in Rowlett Garland, the Metroplex Mesquite Bedford Father we just pray your glory would cover every geographic location represented tonight and those listening Lord God we pray salvation and healing would go forth in a mighty way Lord, touch your people. Your will be done, Father. Your kingdom come. Just as it is in heaven, Lord. Just like Christ told us to pray. Let let what happens in heaven let the miracles in heaven, Lord, the angels in heaven, the things that are taking place in heaven right now begin to manifest here in the earth. Father, we say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord. Worthy is the lamb that was slain. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that's speaking for salvation right now, Father. We thank you, Jesus, that you make all things possible. We thank you for sending your Holy Spirit with us right now, touching and brooding and moving in the lives of your people. Praise you, Lord. Just thank you, Lord. Give you praise.
Uh, praise God, we're back just a few minutes past 11 o'clock. My name is Chris Herzog, and filling in for Sean Holmberg tonight. He should be back in the studio tomorrow night, so you guys just be praying for him and his family. And I just want to thank those of you that are in the chat room. Uh, looks like we've got Cheryl and Rosemary, a few others in and out, a couple guests. And I just want to thank those of you that are listening uh, by telephone or on Blog Talk Radio or through the website, www.prayerinternational.org. So we just want to bless you. Thank you for praying for us, just believing with us for great things. Well, just want to share with you, want to get into Psalm 119, very long psalm. We're just going to take a little portion of it tonight um, and just kind of go with it. And this psalm is actually about the Word of God. Uh, Earlier we went through Isaiah 55. And so if you want to check that out, uh, we'll have that archived. It should be archived by tomorrow. And you can get in there and listen to it. And uh, praise God. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies who seek him with a whole heart. See, there's a blessing that comes to those that keep his word. There's a blessing to those who walk in the law of the Lord, those that keep themselves undefiled, those that seek God with a whole heart. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. Verse 4, you have commanded us to keep your precepts diligently. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep your statutes. Then I would not be ashamed when I took into your when I looked into your commandments. Verse seven, I will praise you with uprightness of heart when I learn your righteous judgments, I will keep your statutes. Do not forsake me utterly. Verse nine, how can a young man cleanse his way? See here's a good question. The psalmist asks God, How can a person, how can a young man cleanse his way? How do you stay pure? And this was the answer. By taking heed according to your word. Verse 10. With my whole heart I have sought you. Let me not wander from your commandments. Your word, verse 11, I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. And that's it. You take heed according to God's word. You seek God with a whole heart. You don't wander from his commandments. You hide his word in your heart. And then you won't sin against him. Verse 12. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I will declare all your judgments. I will declare all the judgments of your mouth. I have rejoiced in your way and your testimonies. As much as in riches I will meditate on your precepts, and I will contemplate your ways. Verse 16, I will delight myself in your statutes, and I will not forsake your word. See, we need to meditate on his precepts. Verse 15, we need to contemplate his ways. Verse 16, we need to delight ourselves in his statutes. We need to not forget his word. Verse 17, deal bountifully with me, your servant, that I may live and keep your word. Open my eyes, that I may see wondrous things from your law. I am a stranger in the earth. Do not hide your commandments from me. My soul breaks with longing for your judgments all 
with tongues at all times. You rebuke the proud, they are cursed. Those who stray from your commandment, remove from me the reproach and contempt, for I have kept your testimony. Verse 23, princes also sit and speak against me, but your servant meditates on your statutes. Verse 24, your testimonies are my delight and my counseling. See, David said God's word was his delight. It was God's word that was his counselor. He used the word of God to counsel himself. He understood meditating and contemplating on God. He understood delighting himself in God's statutes and not forgetting his ways. He hid his commandments in his heart. He kept the testimonies of God. He said, even when people speak against me, I just sit and I meditate on your statutes because they're my delight and they're my counselors. Verse 25. My soul clings to the dust. Revive me according to your word. See, revive me according to your word. See, there's a revival. There's a refreshing that will take place if you will allow the word of God to flow over your soul. Verse 26, I have declared my ways and you answered me. Teach me your statutes. Make me to understand the way of your precepts. So shall I meditate on your wonderful words. My soul melts from heaviness. Strengthen me according to your words. See, there's a strength that will come as you meditate on God's word, as you understand his precepts, as he teaches you the word of God. Verse 29, and we're going to go to uh, verse 40 and stop. Remove from me the way of lying and grant me your law graciously. I have chosen the way of truth. Your judgments I have laid before me. I cling to your testimonies, O Lord. Verse 31, do not put me to shame. I will run the course of your commandments. For you have enlarged my heart. See, God has a way of, of enlarging our hearts. When we feel hopeless, when there doesn't seem to be a way, he's got a way of turning our hearts. Verse 33, teach me, O Lord, your ways, and I shall keep it to the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep your law. Indeed, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Make me to walk in the path of your commandments, for I delight in it. See, we're to walk in the path. There's a path of God's commandments. God says, delight in them. Incline your ear to... I incline my heart to your testimonies, verse 36, and not to covetousness. I turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things. Revive me in your way. Establish your word to your servant who is devoted to fearing you. Turn me away. Turn away my reproach, which I dread for your judgments are good. Behold, I long for your precepts. Revive me in your righteousness. He says that revive me in your righteousness. Revive me in your righteousness. See, David longed for his precepts. He longed for the, the words of God. There's a lot we can learn from that. We're going to go into a praise break, and then we're going to get into some more of this. 
Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I will keep your word. Verse 68, you are good and do good, teaching your statutes. Verse 69, the proud have forged a lie against me, but I will keep your precepts with my whole heart. Their heart is fat as grease, but I delight in your law. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I may learn your statutes. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of coins of gold and silver. See, David knew the value of God's wisdom. David knew the value of God's word. He said, the law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of coins of gold and silver. 73, your hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. Those who fear you will be glad when they see me. Because I've hoped in your word. I know, O Lord, your judgments are right. And that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. Let, I pray, your merciful kindness be for me and my comfort. According to your word, to your servant. Seventy-seven, let your tender mercies come to me that I may live. For your law is my delight. Let the proud be ashamed, for they treated me wrongfully with falsehood, that I will meditate on your precepts. Let those who fear you turn to me, those who know your testimonies. Let my heart be blameless regarding your statutes, that I may not be ashamed. My soul faints for your salvation, but I hope in your word. Psalm 81. Verse 81. My eye fails from searching your word, saying, When will you comfort me? For I have become like a wineskin in smoke, yet I do not forget your statutes. How many are the days of your servants? When will you execute judgment on those who persecute me? The proud have dug pits for me, which is not according to your law. All your commandments are faithful. They persecute me wrongfully. Help me. They almost make an end of me on earth. But I do not forsake your precepts. Revive me according to your loving kindness, so that I may keep the testimony of your mouth. Verse 89. Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Your faithfulness endures to all generations. You established the earth and the divide. They continue this day according to your ordinances. For all are your servants, unless your law had been my delight, I would then have perished in my affliction. I will never forget your precepts, but by them you have given me life. I am yours, save me, for I have sought your precepts. The wicked wait for me to destroy me, but I will consider your testimony. I have seen the consummation of all perfection, but your commandment is exceedingly broad. Praise God. And we'll just go a little bit further. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all day. You, through your commandments, make me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever with me. So if you'll meditate on God's law, and you'll meditate on God's commandments, they'll make you wiser than your enemies. Ninety-nine, I have more understanding than all my teachers for your testimonies and my meditation. I understand more than the ancients because I keep your precepts. If you want to have more understanding than teachers, more understanding than the pastor, more understanding than the historian, meditate on the word of God. 101, I have restrained my feet from every evil way that I may keep your word. I have not departed from your judgments, for you yourself have taught me. 
coming to my mouth. Through your precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false lie. Praise God. It's verse 104. So we're going to stop there. We're going to go into a praise break.
Praise God, we're back. And this is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. We're coming up about the 11.30 Central Time, uh, broadcasting out of Dallas, Texas. If you want to call in or listen in, 619-638-8458. Email address is www. Actually, the website is www.prayerinternational.org. And the email address is prayerinternational at gmail.com. Well, we're going through Psalm 119, and right now we're on verse 105. So Psalm 119, verse 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I have sworn and confirmed that I will keep your righteous judgments. I am afflicted very much. Revive me, O Lord, according to your word. Except I pray the free will offering at my mouth. Teach me your judgments. My life is continually in my hands. Yet I do not forget your law. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I have not strayed from your precepts. Your testimonies I have taken as a heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. I have inclined my heart to perform your statutes forever to the very end. Just begin to put yourself in this position. Begin to see yourself with this understanding of the word. Begin to see yourself with this passion for the word and this ability to keep the word. Verse 113 says, I hate the double-minded, but I love your law. You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. Depart from me, you evildoers. For I will keep the commandments of my God. Uphold me according to your word that I may live. Do not let me be ashamed of my hope. Hold me up and I shall be saved. I shall observe your statutes continually to reject all those who stray from your statutes. For their deceit is falsehood. To put away the wicked from the earth like dross. Therefore I love your testimonies. My flesh trembles for fear of you. And I am afraid of your judgments. I've done justice and righteousness. Do not leave me to my oppressors. Be surety in your servant for good. Do not let the proud oppress me. My eyes fail from seeking your salvation. In your righteous word, deal with your servant according to your mercy. Teach me your statutes, for I am your servant. Give me understanding, that I may know your testimony. 126, it is time for you to act, O Lord, for they have regarded your law as void. Therefore, I love your commandments more than gold, yes, more than fine gold. Therefore, all your precepts concerning all things I consider to be right. I hate every false way. I hate every false way. Verse 129. Your testimonies are wonderful, therefore my soul keeps them. The entrance of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. 131 says, I open my mouth and plant planted. For I long for your commandments. Look upon me. Be merciful to me. As your custom is towards those that love your name. Direct my steps by your word, and let no iniquity have dominion over me. Verse 134, redeem me from the oppression of man, that I may keep your precepts. Make your face to shine upon your servant, and teach me your statutes. 136, rivers of waters run down my eyes, because men do not keep your law. It brought him to tears. The fact that people didn't keep the law of God moved David to tears. 137 says, Righteous are you, O Lord, and upright are your judgments. Your testimonies which you have commanded 
are righteous and very faithful. My zeal has continued because my enemies have forgotten your words. Your word is very pure. Therefore, your servant loves it. I am small and despised, yet I do not forget your precepts. Your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and your law is truth. Trouble and anguish have overtaken me, yet your commandments are my delight. The righteous, the righteousness of your testimonies is everlasting. Give me understanding, and I shall live. Verse 145, I cry out with my whole heart. Hear me, O Lord. I will keep your statutes. I cry out to you. Save me, and I will keep your testimony. Arise before the dawning of the morning and cry for help. I hope in your word. My eyes are awake through the night watches. And I may meditate on your word. Hear my voice according to your loving kindness. Revive me according to your justice. They draw near who follow after weakness. They are far from your law. You who are near, O Lord, all your commandments are truth. Concerning your testimonies, I have known of old that you have founded them forever. Concerning your testimonies, I have known of old that you have founded them forever. Verse 152. Verse 3 says, Consider my affliction. Deliver me, for I do not forget your law. Lead my cause and redeem me. Revive me according to your word. Salvation is far from the wicked, for they do not seek your statutes. Great are your tender mercies, O Lord. Revive me according to your judgments. Many are my persecutors and my enemies, yet I do not turn from your testimonies. I see the treacherous, and I am disgusted, because they do not keep your word. Consider how I love your precepts. Revive me, O Lord, according to your word, according to your loving kindness. The entirety of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous judgments endures forever. Princes persecute me without a cause, but my heart stands in awe of your word. I rejoice at your word as one who finds great treasure, but I hate and abhor lying, but I do love your law. Seven times a day I praise you. See, here's David. Listen to this. Seven times a day I praise you because of your righteous judgment. Seven times a day. That's 164. A day I praise you because of your righteous judgments. Great peace of those who love your law. Nothing will cause them to stumble. Lord, I hope in your salvation I do not. I do your commandments. I will keep your testimonies. I love them exceedingly. I keep your precepts and your testimonies for all my ways are before you. Let my cry come before you. Give me understanding according to your word. Let my supplication come before you. Deliver me according to your word. My lips shall praise your utter praise. For you teach me according to your statutes. My tongue shall speak of your word for all your commandments are righteous. Let your hand become my help, for I have chosen your precepts. For I long for your salvation, O Lord, and your delight is my delight is in your law. Let my soul live, and I shall praise you. Let your judgments help me. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I do not forget your commandments. 
praise God over Psalm 119. I just want to read that through so you could have an understanding of the psalmist's love and his passion for the word and God's heart towards his word. If you'll begin to meditate on that psalm and pray through some of the chapters, some of the verses, I'm sorry, of that Psalm 119, you'd be surprised. And you might be surprised how many of the, the scriptures you've learned heard over the years actually come out of Psalm 119. A lot of quoted scripture and memory verses and different foundational scriptures, foundational truths that are set into Psalm 119 and what we call Psalm 119. So praise God. Well, we're going to take a praise break and see what happens after that. And uh, glory be to Jesus.
We hear God 
because your promise has been fulfilled in us. We're here, God, because when we seek you, we find you. God, when we ask, we receive. When we knock on the door, you answer it. Your word is alive. Your word is alive today. It is truth. It is everything.
We're here, God, because your promise has been fulfilled in us. We're here, God, because when we seek you, we find you. God, when we ask, we receive. When we knock on the door, you answer it. Your word is alive. Your word is alive today. It is truth. It is everything. I read. 